guys and welcome back. <laughs> so, I know what you're saying. Wow, two episodes in a week. That's impressive compared to normal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I basically came in um, to my office a little bit early. There's nobody here. Uh, and I don't really actually have to be here until about 9.30. <laughs> it's currently 9.08. So, we are going to have a little chat chat chit chat if you would <laughs> um so a, a little backstory about me as you know I have been into paranormal investigations I've gone on them um you know I believe in ghosts and spirits and all this stuff right well um like one of my dream things is I want to go see Annabelle like the real Annabelle okay so yeah I'm into that stuff like I'm into true crime and I'm into like all these different weird things okay well this is a story <laughs> of something that personally I'd never want to lay eyes on um this is a story that just makes my skin crawl it makes me not happy um, it makes me feel weird so just a little idea like even when I was looking at pictures of this thing it was it made me feel icky like I don't even know how to explain it other than just eh. and that's a good explanation <laughs> so um, yeah we're gonna look into that. Yeah, we definitely are. Um, because it's time to learn about Robert the doll. Yeah. So, um, let's jump right into it. We're gonna do a sponsored segment real quick and then get right into the horrible, creepy nastiness. Yeah, let's go. for, you know, hanging out through all that fun stuff. Um, yeah. So, let's jump into potentially one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> so, I don't do good with dolls to begin with. Dolls make me feel icky. Um, my mom, when I was younger, we used to have a ledge in our house that was over top of the, um, basically the living room, <laughs> and it was over top the hallway. <clears throat> Sorry. Now, this ledge, my mom used to keep porcelain dolls on it. 
So these porcelain dolls would be towering over us like 10 feet from the ground. And when you're little, <laughs> you don't like that. Um, come to find out, when me and my mom moved out of that house, when my dad and her got divorced, um, she actually took all those porcelain dolls and threw them away. Um, because she said they were scary, and the only reason she kept them is because my grandma and her, uh, my aunt would actually get her a porcelain doll every year for Christmas. And they don't know, she doesn't know why, because she told them that she doesn't like them. But you know how grandmas are. They like to, I don't know, do it. They like to get stuff. They just, they just are. <laughs> it's hard to tell a grandma no, needless to say. Ow, that was my knee, whatever I hit it on. Alright, so... This is where things get weird. Let's be honest. So, we've all kind of had the experience where we have an extremely eerie feeling that something or even someone was watching us. Um, just today, actually, I went on a walk. Um, I go on a walk pretty much every, every day, if not every other day, <laughs> and I take the weekends off just for my body to heal and recover, um, but throughout the weeks I do go walking quite a lot, and today there was another person in the complex that I was walking at, and which isn't unusual, there's normally lots of people, but typically they have their earphones in and you know they were they just kind of walk with you or they walk around you if they pass you they don't pay you any mind um today was different <laughs> um I had this older gentleman who was sitting down and as soon as I walked past him he got up I, weird coincidence maybe but it was to the point where he followed me <laughs> for about a mile. Um, now this gentleman has good health from what I could tell from the couple of times I've seen him prior. So he was able to keep up with me. Um, he's also able to pass me because he used to pass me all the time, right? So for me, I just didn't think about it. It was when he continually started following me and took the same paths that I did, stuff like that that made me a little eerie. So, I mean, everybody's had something like that. <laughs> it may even be like an inanimate object that's following them, or not following, but looking at them. It may be that you just send something behind you or someone behind you watching. It doesn't really matter what it is. Just you, some, you've experienced it. Everybody has. Well, um... But nobody that I'm aware of, that I've personally spoke with, um, has actually experienced an inanimate object come fully to life. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's why I'm a little bit iffy 
So this story actually takes place in the Key West. And many people have actually seen this happen. They have witnessed it. They have experienced this situation, the feeling. Um, There's multiple accounts of people seeing this doll come to life. (laughs) Well, we'll start back from, you know, the beginning, if we would. So, sorry, I keep on getting, like, frogs in my throat. Anyway, um, the story of Robert the Doll actually starts in the 1900s. And it is when a young boy named Eugene Robert Otto was actually giving a -a one-of-a-kind handmade doll. And it was actually given to him by one of the servants that served his family at the time. And Eugene, um, everyone used to call him Gene, by the way. So if you hear me refer to him as Gene, that's me shortening his name. (laughs) Um, Quickly became attached to the doll and ended up naming him Robert. Yay. So the home where Eugene lived is now called the Artist House. It's actually located at 534 Easton Street. And the house itself was built in like the 1890s and built between 1890s to 1898. So it's definitely an older house. Um, And that house is where Eugene was given Robert the doll. And that relationship that they had actually lasted a lifetime (laughs) yay um yeah 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 so um if you look at pictures of him he may just look like to you just a normal cloth doll but it wasn't long before robert was actually involved into very strange and just horribly terrifying events that happen. Yeah, so the very first thing, um, well, the first hint that something was out of the ordinary, it was one night when Gene, um, he went to bed, and he was 10 years old at this time, and he woke up to find Robert the doll sitting at the end of his bed and staring at him. Yay! Um, Moments later, after that, his mother was woken up because he screamed. And there's sounds of furniture being turned over. You know, it it wasn't normal. (laughs) Um, Gene basically was freaking out and begging his mother to save him. And when she finally was able to open the door, which was actually locked, um, she saw Gene literally curled up in his bed in fear. And his room was in absolute shambles. And Robert the doll, again, was still sitting at the foot of his bed. Yay! Um... 
And the only thing that he was able to say is Robert did it. <laughs> and um, Robert did it is essentially what he said quite often. And it was something that led with him his whole life. So, yeah, isn't, isn't that great? Something that just stays with you. <laughs> so, did Robert actually do it? Mm, there's many things that people that say yes. There's people that say no. Um, his parents at the time did not believe him. At all. So, um, I mean, it is, it's just a toy, right? Yeah, exactly. Ew. (laughs) It makes me icky. So, um, this weird and unexplicable things, unexplicable, (laughs) I meant inexplicable. Anyway, um, it didn't stop. Not just that one occurrence. Um, Gene's parents would often hear his their son actually talk upstairs to each other. And would hear one voice being Gene's. And then they thought that they heard a second voice that Gene was also creating. And the more that they sat there and listened to it, they realized that was not Gene's voice that they heard. It felt... The voice itself sounded like it was coming all over the room, that it was coming out of the walls, that it just wasn't Gene who made these voices. Um, they reported seeing the doll speak and witnessing the expressions change on the doll. Um, <laughs> giggling and sights of running up the stairs. Um, up the steps and staring out the upside window, upstairs window. <laughs> yeah, they had neighbors at some point saying, yeah, in the middle of the night, um, when you keep your hallway lamps on, we see something standing in your window and talking and moving. So at this point, the people get freaked out <laughs> and they basically lock it upstairs in the attic and Robert became very unhappy with this he started laughing hysterically started you know just gross stuff he started laughing um, children said that while he's, they were walking by the house they saw, they saw it in the upstairs attic I mean all these weird things um it's just gross. So like I said, the mom put this doll in the attic to keep it away from Robert. To keep it from not hurting Robert. I mean, <laughs> hurting Gene, not Robert. <laughs> and the longer that he stayed up there, the more the last became maniacal. They became just evil. And just in, they couldn't figure out why it was doing these things. It's just, it's, ew, it's gross, it's icky. <laughs> um, so, Jean basically overheard the children at his school being like, yeah, we walked by her house and we see this doll, 
and this doll is staying there and it's awake and it, it sits in the window at nighttime, you know. So Gene's like, yeah, whatever. So on his way home that evening, he walks by the house and he decides to go somewhere else for a little bit, just, you know, until nightfall when he was supposed to be home. And on his way back home, he looked up in the attic window and there Robert was looking down at him on the street. Yay! (laughs) Icky! Um, Robert was locked in the attic multiple times. And the reason I say multiple times is because he would come home and it would be in his bedroom, it would be in the parents' room, it would be in the living room, um, after they clearly went upstairs and put the doll in the attic. Um, none of the family went up there and took him out. Gene didn't take him out. It just was. And it just didn't make sense. Um, but... In general, um, Gene ended up passing away um, in 1974. So, Gene dealt with Robert the entire time that he was alive. To the point where um, it put a lot of strain on his marriage because of it. He... Basically, his wife found him in their house, found him in the marital bed. Um, Just things in general that shouldn't be there. Robert should not have been in bed. Robert shouldn't even be around at this point. So, the fact that he was, it put a lot of strain in the marriage. And... After a while, like I said, Gene ended up passing away, in which case the doll was put into a yard cell and someone else found him. And it was a younger girl. And he eventually got someone else to terrorize. (laughs) Um, But at this point, the parents actually listened to the girl at this point. Um, She told them of things that was happening, so she had the exact same symptoms as Jean did. She would get angry. She would hurt other people. She would terrorize her room. She would talk to the doll. All these different things, and it was constant. Like, every time Robert showed up it would be the same situation um so the doll um so the parents believed this child thankfully (laughs) and it they took it to um a place called the East Martello Museum and donated it and that is exactly where he is today um He is actually locked up. Well, I'll put it this way. At first, he was on display. And the patrons of the museum started saying that 
What in the world? <laughs> Sorry, my office computer just kicked on. Um, people in the... Um, Sorry, it scared me. People in the museum started complaining that they felt uneasy with him. So what they did is they put him in a glass box that is lined with salt. And they put him in the basement. Um, Now, you can go and see Robert the doll still to this day. And people still say that his expressions change. That they see all kinds of very strange things with him. Um, If you go downstairs and take a picture of him without his permission... He will cause an accident on the way home. There is actually letters um, that you can see in his display box of people who have had an accident on their way home and begged for Robert's forgiveness. And just very unusual things. But if you ask his permission to take a photo, you're fine. (laughs) Um, But even still to this day, they say they still see the doll move every so often. Uh, and if you look at the pictures online, you can physically see the expression on this doll's face change. So it's 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 unsettling to say the least. <laughs> but um, that is the end of this horrible story. I can't talk about it for too long because it makes me very unsettled, very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, in fact, Annabelle makes me feel a little bit less at ease when I think about him compared to Robert. There is a movie out um, about him, and if you want to watch that, it's called The Curse of Robert. Um, Now, keep in mind, it's a little bit dramatized, granted, Um, but (laughs) yeah, there's that. Uh, There's The Curse of Robert, and then I think there's just a regular movie called Robert that was made in 2015. They're not great movies, so like, don't judge me if you hate them, but <laughs> if you want to know more about him, um, look it up. Look up the pictures of him. It's creepy. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call this episode an end since I have to get into work now, but we will see you guys in the near future. Alright, guys, bye. Hey guys, just wanted to pop back in here real fast to let you guys know that this is the final episode of season two, which tells me that we are getting ready to go into the final episode. Um, well, this is the final episode of season two, but you know what I mean. Uh, the next episode is going to be a season finale. It's going to be like the episode that I did that was about me um so if you have any answers or any answers if you have any questions or if you want to submit an audio clip please do so Um, I do have my audio clips activated in the app so you can send in questions if you want to add stories whatever you want to add um send them in so we can actually do an episode if not um or, or here's another option. I have an Instagram. It's actually my personal Instagram. I'm still working on one for the actual podcast. But if you want to send in a story for me to go over, um, just look it up. Mystic M. Again, that is M-Y-S-T-I-C-E-M. 
and you can actually message me your story. I'm sorry. No, my, I forgot to change my handle. <laughs> um, my Instagram is actually <laughs> M-Y-S-T-I-C-E-M-I-L, so Mystic Emil, if you would. Um, yeah, you can look it up. Send me your stories, because I'm curious on what you guys have, and maybe I'll feature you guys on my podcast. All right, you guys have a great day, and thanks again.